everybody and welcome to another episode of the Bootcast. So this is series two and joining me today is a man from South Leash, over on the border of Carlow there, Mr. John Wall. Thanks for coming into Irish Bootstrapper Headquarters. Thank today. you, Eugene. How are you? Cheers, good. Not, not, not too bad, thanks. John, tell us a bit about yourself and what you're doing right now and then we'll launch into it. Yeah, um, <clears throat> actually as uh, Eugene said, I'm from South Leash there, about seven miles from Carlow Town. Um, at the moment, uh, just home on a bit of a holiday. Um, set up a guest house over in Sri Lanka and back home for the Christmas and New Year. And my nephew's uh, wedding in January and heading back down there at the end of January. Brilliant, good stuff. Um, and so, what did you work at in the past? So a guest house in Sri Lanka to to somebody listening that might be a bit far fetched or just kind of random like so yeah were yeah you always in the hospitality game or no he wasn't um <clears throat> i actually started in the construction end of it in uh back in the mid 90s and um my first of my travels was i went down to australia on a year's working visa back in 1997 98 right uh, i went down to my brother in australia so i did a year down below there uh, and the construction end of it worked away for the year and loved it obviously as you're a, a lad in the mid 20s yeah, yeah. for a bit of go and stuff and Worked away for the year, did a bit of travelling down below, and from there I got started, got the old, uh, the travelling bug then, but really? my year was up, so I had to come back home after the the year in Australia, yeah. Eugene, yeah. Right, and you mentioned before there to me that you did a stint in America as I well. I did, though. actually, yeah. Um, when I came home back in 98, 99, um, the itchy feet was at me, and I had a the friend of mine just down the road, Patrick Kitely, we had both decided we'd go on a bit of traveling over to the States because his uncle was living in San Francisco. So so was two of us packed our bags in September 99 and we headed across to the States. Uh, didn't know what was ahead of us, so we said we'd go over and have a look for a couple yeah, of yeah. months, but ended up there eight years Jeez. in the place from 99 to 2008 in Brilliant. San Francisco now. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Good stuff. And were you working in construction over there as well? Did, yeah. yeah. It was sort of the easiest for the Irish over there. You go over, yeah, yeah. jobs were plentiful at the time, and worked in San Francisco, based out of San Francisco for eight years, but did a nice bit of travelling in the meantime. Yeah. Been in New York and down in the Mardi Gras, New Orleans, and been to Vegas, and a few bits like that. Great, big country, and a lot to see in it, so yeah. did a nice bit of travelling. Right, John, so Australia, America... Where else have you? Where else yeah, have you we've I've ended up coming out of um, America in two thousand and eight. I think it was March two thousand eight, March yeah, March two thousand eight, and it was home for a while. And same old rigmarole again, got niche fees, but an opportunity came up then to go to Cape Town in South Africa. Um, there was a brother of mine. He had a couple of nieces and nephews that were going down in a sort of a, a volunteer group down to Cape Town. And it actually coincided with the British Lions playing down below in, in South Africa at the time. So he wanted a sort of a chaperone to go down with him. Yeah. So I put my hand up and said, no problem, Tom. So we all headed down then in uh, 2009. So we went down for a month, <clears throat> caught a couple of good games, staying out of, based out of Cape Town. Um, stayed there for a month, did a bit of volunteer work. But got to see a nice bit of the country as well. Mm. Cape Town, beautiful spot. Did the garden route then from Cape Town to Port Elizabeth. Did a shark dive, did a lot right. of scenery. And nice. Yeah, just another another different country. Fantastic country and a different culture again. So we spent about a month, a month and a half there. And then uh, came back out of Cape Town that summer. And um, it was sort of Ireland was in a recession that time. There was yeah. feck all work going on. So... 
brother rang me again in Australia and said there was an opportunity to come down and get sponsorship work in Australia. So I travelled again in 2010, headed back down to Australia. Yeah. So I was staying with the brother for a while, but uh, got sponsorship work down there and ended up staying four and a half years in Australia that time, nice. which was amazing. Got settled down, got to see more of the country. Um, yeah, that lasts from 2010 till about 2015. And then my mother got sick at home, so I had to go home. And then I was at a sort of a crossroads mind of my mother that time, and mm. unfortunately my mother passed away, but it was sort of a make or break time. That time about maybe two years ago, I had a nephew living in Sri Lanka. He right. started up a surf club down there. Elsewhere surf clubs, Mark, by the way. Good man. There you go. Good plug. Uh, so I went down to him. He said, come down and have a look and have a holiday. So I went down to Mark and spent about three weeks there and just amazed with the place, yeah. how good it was and great beaches and great weather and great people. So I come back and I sort of had a think about it and I had a mate of mine, Pat Maher, he's in hospitality and I was talking to Pat about it and he said, well, would you come down and have a look? And he said, yeah, why not? He says, so yeah. pack him down on a holiday then about maybe a year and a half ago, Tubes went down the second time and we had a good look around and Tubes said, yeah, it's not a bad spot to say a bit of potential in the place start up a little business so good, good. we went home and two was sat down and we weighed up the pros and the cons and I think the two was sort of a matter we were in that time of our, the stage of our life we wanted to do something different something new, and yeah. two was said later let's go for it and there we are a year and a half later we're, we're down and set up in Sri Lanka brilliant brilliant we'll, we'll get to more of um, the happy bay now yeah yeah absolutely yeah um from Australia then you went over to New Zealand for a while yeah well, actually yeah while I was down in Australia it was actually the time of the World Cup was going on the Rugby World Cup there was uh, Seth and a couple of mates decided yeah. we hired an old um, uh, camper van we hired it from uh, when we pulled into Auckland and we travelled the north and the south highlands in uh, in New Zealand while the World Cup was on tour a couple of good memories and that actually Eugene yeah <laughs> Men up with a lot of strange characters and a lot of strange situations, but uh, we won't mention it live in there. <laughs> we were so we were staying with a South African Cape Town um, couple, and they had actually they were a very very lovely couple, and it went through especially with the uh, Tom's kids being young, about the safety aspect of Cape Town yeah. and uh, South Africa in particular, and the, the sort of rift between the blacks and the whites, mm. and just a couple of good pointers always be wary when you're out and about and. Even going on a local transport, a train or a bus, it was segregated. It was yeah, blacks yeah. for one carriage and white for the other, which I thought was well and truly dead. But yeah, that was yeah. two thousand nine, and was yeah. still evident. Jeez, yeah. And we're always, we're always told not to go out after six p.m. It's very dangerous yeah, on the yeah. streets, and it's, mad, isn't it? it's crazy, yeah, because it was two thousand nine, and yeah. you think that all that thing was ten done and dusted. Ago, like, yeah, yeah, ten years ago is all it was. No, it was very, very evident down there now. So, but. Took a good advice off a good South African couple and yeah. worked out pretty well. So. Yeah, you're here today to live here the today tale. to tell the, tell the tale. <laughs> now we have it. Um, European then, was there any any highlights for you? Or any tra- um, yeah, tales? European was good. Of course, young and mad. I suppose at the time we were young lads. We went on one of our first holidays to um, the Canary Islands. There was four of us went out. Four or five of us went out, but we were staying in one of the hotels there in Grand Canaria. Lovely hotel, three or four star hotel. Yeah. Big swimming pool out the front in the foyer, and but the boys will be boys. We sort of went out on a bit of a bit of a lash one day, and we were hired um, three or four scooters, and we're out and about tipping around, seeing a bit of the island, but having a few cocktails, and yeah. 
one thing led to another but we said we get back to base and the old uh, the mopeds back to the hotel but uh, one of the mad lads being him he said he'd take a chance and he drove the motorbike through the front of the fire and drove straight into the swimming pool and hence to say we got yes. thrown out of it Eugene <laughs> you recover the bike we recovered the bike yeah <laughs> had to pay for the bike like, and God it wasn't mine yeah. how much did you charge after that oh, I think he charged him about four or five euro, five or four, four thousand pound at the Jesus. time yeah crazy oh, expensive holiday <laughs> holy God what's your what's your favourite thing about travel favourite thing about travel I suppose um, when I started off back in 97, 98 it was just eager it was just a whole new world to me yeah. and I didn't know what to expect but since I've been around, sort of bit of the world since in 15, 16 years traveling, the thing that really that I really, really love is the, the new culture, the new experience, the learning of the country, how people work in their own country, yeah. how we're different, how we can work together. And it's just amazing every time I go to a new country. It's just the people and how the country is run and how they work themselves. And I'd be comparing it toward, towards Ireland, you see, and how we do it and how they do it. And, how different it is and it, it always seems to amaze me you know yeah. have you been to much of Asia or any of Asia I've uh, been to a bit of Asia yeah the time I was in Australia the second time did a couple of trips a couple of holidays Christmas holidays over to Thailand and yeah, Vietnam yeah. and beautiful part I always liked Asia it's a beautiful part of the world and yeah. just totally different totally from, different, from yeah. the western yeah. western perspective of it yeah it's mad isn't it and it just seems so happy with very little yeah. compared to us over here. We want more and more. Yeah, and we're don't just realise how, how lucky we, we are. We really yeah. are. Like, we yeah. really are. We complain about bad weather on a Monday. And yeah. you see kids in the street over there and they're just this big happy face. And yeah, they're living yeah. at nothing. And or even in Vietnam, like people carrying their whole life on the back on the of a moped. On the back of a moped, yeah. 12-hour days. And, and they just always seem to be happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah smile on their face with nothing, nothing to have, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's brilliant. So... What would be your top piece of gear or clothing if you were heading off on a trip now again? If anything in particular. <laughs> um, I travel light the whole time. I wouldn't be going around like the women with 15 suitcases on a two-week holiday. But um, I always travel one bag on my back and I'd always have a pair of, pair of flip-flops and three or four good pairs of underpants. <laughs> and that's all you need. That's all I want. You can buy the rest there. <laughs> Any particular brand? or <laughs> Uh, pennies pre-mark <laughs> so just coming back to the, the Happy Bay guest house what what inspires that um, the whole thing about Happy Bay Eugene was as I said I went down there about three years ago my nephew went to the surf club and said I'm down on a holiday and I've never been there and I probably would never have gone only for uh, my nephew Mark was there so I went down on a holiday instead in his place was there for about three weeks but just traveling around the island and having a look around how beautiful the place was, yeah. beautiful white sandy beaches, clear clear seas, the ocean is perfectly warm. Um, so much to do in it. If yeah. you didn't, like the big thing down there is surfing and yoga yeah, yeah. and stuff for the younger backpacker. But even if you weren't a surfer or yoga, yoga practicer you'd have a lot to do there's whale watching there's plenty of sightseeing there's yeah. temples there's safaris but when I was down there the three weeks just had a look around and there was so much potential in the place yeah. and I said jeez I couldn't allow, could have a go at a little business or a little B&B &B down here and it sort of caught my eye the first time you know so I said I'll go home and have a think about it you know yeah. and, and, and try and muster up something brilliant 
And did you did you build it from scratch then, or did you buy a place, renovate? Um, no, we actually released the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I came back the first time, I uh, met a mate of mine back home, Pat Pat Maher. He's in um, hospitality at the time, and Pat would have a good sense of what needs to be done as yeah. regards get setting up a B and B or a hotel yeah. or whatever. So I sat down, and had a chat with Pat, and he was very very interested in it, and. Then I just said, come on and come down and have a look and see for yourself, see firsthand. Yeah. So I packed him down there about a year and a half ago at me and <clears throat> had a good look around. <clears throat> and we decided, wow, this is a good place. Yeah. Because we're sort of in our lives, we needed a change in our lives. I won't say midlife crisis, but just wanted to do something else. Yeah. So myself and Pat had a good look and went back home and we decided, okay, we're going to have a go at this. Or do we live our lives saying we could have, should have, could have, would have done yeah, it in yeah, 10 yeah. years time and regret it. So... We just made the plunge back a year and a half ago and really? had to go for it. And just more about the guests I was saying, so how many people can you cater for? Yeah, ma'am. <coughs> Our original plan was we had kept the eye in a little sort of a derelict building right down by the beach. It was a six-bedroom place with potential for a little restaurant and a bar. So that was our original plan. But that fell through. There was too much uh, red tape involved in it. Right. So that was our biggest goal to get that going but we went through so many crossroads yeah. and red tape we couldn't touch it yeah. so we're just walking down the road one day and um, looking at this building this looked like a guest house and right across the road in a great location and Pat turned around and he said to me that's a good spot to go in we go in, yeah. in and ask the worst yeah. they can say is no so we met up with the owner's son uh, Nilishan Suda is his name um, sat down and had a chat with him and we were sort of cagey at first, yeah. so we met him three or four times after that, and he realised we were serious, and we realised he was serious, so yeah. we sat down and we bartered it out, and we came up with a 10-year lease, a five-year lease with the option of five more, and signed a contract there last November, 12 months. Happy days, well done. Happy days, happy day, yeah. Okay, John, so what type of customer are you after then? Is there a certain age group that go to the general area, or are you after the active adventurer, or...? Um, we're sort of after every group, Eugene. Um, a lot of the hostels down there are just mainly focused on surfers and yeah. backpackers. Um, our whole idea when we went down, we looked around and said, okay, there's too many hostels aiming just at backpackers and young people doing your surfing and yoga. So our aim was to cater for sort of every age group yeah. from families to older middle-aged couples or families coming down on a holiday that wants good clean bedrooms with air conditioning, hot water, sea view balconies, which yeah. we have, and just to have them in a bit of comfort in the warm weather and plenty of activities around which they can do as well. Brilliant. So there's so it's all all private rooms. Is it's all private. We started off. We had eighteen rooms, yeah. and we had to knock one of the bedrooms into make extension on a kitchen right. because it had to be up to standard. So we yeah, built yeah. a brand new kitchen and a brand new restaurant out the front and a bar at one side yeah uh, totally put a lot of work a lot of work and time in it to get it up proper standard and then they got an idea then we had a total top floor so mm. made the top floor into a hostel right so a lot of bunk beds yeah, and yeah. hammocks around which course, caters yeah, for the younger crew as well for the younger really crowd can as well do, do can do all yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. ages yeah, yeah which is very very good yeah um, and you have your own restaurant there with the new kitchen. Yeah, well. we put in a new kitchen there when we we're setting it up. Brand new kitchen. We have two local chefs in it at the moment yeah. doing local cuisine as well as Western food right, as yeah. well. 
and we opened up an Irish bar in as well. So of course you did. You have to do it anywhere in the world. There's what no other Irish bar in uh, <laughs> in Stranack only ourselves. Well, down the south coast anyway. So which is great. Brilliant. Which is great. Yeah. That's 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 good. Um, activities then. So you mentioned surfing a good bit. Safaris. Yeah, to cater for most. Now a lot of, as I say, a lot of backpackers come our way. They do a lot of surfing. They do surfing in the morning, surfing in the evenings. Yeah. But as if you weren't a backpacker, if you didn't, if you weren't into swimming or surfing, there's lots to do down around. Go for swimming a beautiful warm sea, and uh, whale watching you can do just down the road, maybe. 20 minutes um, yeah. safari is only about 3 hours away you can do a day safari yeah. and what kind of animals would you you can see um, Yala National Park or Udawala National Park you can see herds of elephants buffalo crocodile yeah. leopards you've got the whole works now it's 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 pretty good now have to it's go, pretty good have to yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's then you have all the culture scenes you have Gaul as a city just up the road from it's maybe a half an hour yeah. you've got a big lovely Dutch fort, an ancient Dutch fort from the 1500s when the Dutch arrived right. and it's very heritage and yeah, yeah. very well European style and a lot to do in the city as well. A lot to do around, yeah. yeah. And just in terms of the size of the island, if you were to compare it to some part of Ireland or Carlo even. Um, the size of the island is actually more or less the size of Ireland. Yeah, yeah. But uh, population is, I think there's about 15 million in Sri Lanka. 15 million. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. It's, like, it's a big population times, and a little yeah. less a lot of po- well I won't say a lot of poverty poverty is there it's, yeah. it's like an Asian country yeah. but people are so friendly yeah. absolutely unbelievable they come up they'll say hi they'll yeah. do everything they can for you and not just a, just a very friendly culture brilliant yeah an interesting story too um, <clears throat> when we came back myself and Pat were, we sort of made up our minds to uh, open up this this uh, guest house and hostel uh, but my brother Tom and his wife Bernie, um, they were working in a local post office in Moon, right. and uh, they were one of the post offices to be shut down due to the oh, yeah, cutbacks. Yeah, yeah. And they're a young enough couple, and their kids are grown up, so they were at a sort of a an ebb in, and they were wondering what to do and yeah. what are we going to do. We can't just retire and play golf or go around <laughs> doing shitty stuff. But um, they had heard that we were going to open up a little B&B yeah. so Tom approached me and said would you mind if myself and my wife joined you and so yeah. we both we all sat down had a choice so there's actually four of us in the venture now right. my brother his wife myself and Pat the brilliant. four of us are doing it now so. good stuff um, that's brilliant so and are they out there full time then as well? they're more out there yeah. we're all more or less hands yeah. on yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we opened up last November we took the took the lease over last November so we're actually a year open last November yeah a um, little bit slow to start off, but we got our feet, so we're just trying to get the, get yeah. the name out there. We're Irish-based. Yeah. We're down in Sri Lanka. We have a lot to offer. Holiday is cheap. Uh, you'll have a great time down in it, and looking forward to seeing everybody down there. Super. What's the best thing about Sri Lanka? Best thing about Sri Lanka, uh, it's got to be the weather. It's fantastic. It's like from 25 to 30 degrees every day of the year. And the people are so friendly, absolutely so friendly. Uh, they're always smiling their face. They're trying to add in the can for you, even if they haven't got a penny in their pocket. It's just, mm. it's just so friendly. Nice. Um, what would be your top tip for anybody coming to Sri Lanka? Top tip coming to Sri Lanka: come to Happy Bay. Um, <laughs> there <no>. you go. <laughs> <laughs> the Happy Bay. Um, seriously, yeah. Um, pack light. Very warm, the whole year, very warm. So you just need basically your shorts, your t-shirts, your flip-flops. 
all year round it's all year round <coughs> you just yeah. have um, an on season and an off season the off season monsoons to have a bit of rain yeah. a bit of rain maybe around <coughs> June or July excuse me yeah. <coughs> June or July but um, otherwise now it's just warm the whole year round yeah, um, nice. travel light t-shirts shorts flip flops some people like to get um, vaccine shots for um, mm. the likes of uh, malaria and yeah, not yeah. malaria but um, mosquito bites and stuff oh, like yeah, that yeah. it's your choice so it's okay some of the time but just yeah. keep an eye out for that yeah just me back uh, pack them um, pack fucking light and come down to us <laughs> there you go the happy bay the happy bay right John before we wrap it up it's been brilliant um, how can people reach out to you make a booking get in touch find out more about the happy bay if they want oh to. yes um, we have set up a website it's uh, called www.happybayslk.com you can reach us there or make a booking we also have opened a rooftop hostel on our guest house and you can get us through there go into hostel world and type in happy bay guest house willy gamma and you'll see the rates and the pictures on that as well brilliant okay just just to reiterate then so the area that it's in is well the area is in willy gamma in the south coast the south of the island that's where all the surfing and activities go on and uh, is the name of the place w-e-l-i-g-a-m-a and uh, just type in Happy Bay Guest House, you'll get us there on the website or on the hostel site. Brilliant. John, thanks a million for coming Eugene, in. Thanks Cheers. very much. Thank you. Hope to see you all down there, guys. Cheers. There you go, the Happy Bay, folks. Happy Bay.